Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Anna Bob Show, number 45. 40 what? 45. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you. I'd like to welcome you to this next show there. Hey, Bob. Welcome, Mr. Brantley. How are you, Bob Thomas? And I'm singing along. When the band begins to play, it starts and shiny bright. And then? Now the band's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. So good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, man? Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you are, <laughs> hey, whatever you're doing, whatever time zone you're we in. We welcome you to the Ed and Bob Show. It is the Ed and Bob Show, and I'm Bob, he's Ed, and he's going to tell you something. He's going to tell you what the heck's coming up in the next 30 well, minutes. We're going to talk about the questions of the day. we got some good ones for you. Also, it's National Empty the Shelters Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of shelter are you talking about? Plus, we're going to talk about trains. I love trains. You like trains, Bob? I I do like trains. I, 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 I've been around them as a kid and stuff, but I never really rode on that many. When's the last time you rode on a train? Oh, gosh. It's been 30 years, it? 40 years, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, I was. we were planning on going on a cruise, but that's mm-hmm. been defunct now. But anyway, we were going to go to Baltimore and ride the train up, really? to, yeah, ride the train up to New York and, uh, and get, on the, you know, get on the boat. Well, we're going to talk about that. That's going to be great. And yeah. I'm going to ask you more about that as well. So okay. that's coming up. Let's get into the news. All right. What is in the news? You got something? Well, I got a bunch of stuff here, but I want to talk. I want you to help me out here about this. This uh, Is he a representative or a senator? Oh, oh Jason. Oh, can you believe what Jason Zachary stepped into it? You know, he there was a tie in this vote, uh, Governor Bill Lee's controversial school vouchers bill. And he stood up and broke the tie, changed his vote from a no to a yes, which really it takes money away from your public schools. Right. And uh, boy, I mean, he is being, they're, they're all over him for changing because of what he did it. He said um, something to the effect of, well, as long as it doesn't affect my people, I don't care about. I don't care about anybody else. So I'm changing my vote, and you you can't say you don't care about the rest of the people. Well, in the state. you're representing everyone. That's right. It's just where you're from. But my exactly. gosh, people, I, I saw there were, I mean, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of posts. People already saying, "Let me know where I can donate." Uh, for the person who's going to run against him in the next year and a half. Wow. So. Buddy, they're going to line up against him. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow is right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and well, we've we've done school vouchers. I think you and I are kind of on different sides. But nonetheless, uh, that was a – I mean, either vote uh, wherever you – however you were, stick with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I don't mean, that's say, your position. And don't say, well, since it's not affecting my people – I don't care about you yeah. people. Kind well, of they thing. took didn't they take Knox County and and Hamilton County yeah, out, yeah, of out of it? Yeah, so, so that's what he said. But people in Memphis and Nashville, yeah. those are the bigger. They're going to come after you. Oh, absolutely, uh, man! Oh, man! <laughs> so anyway, that's that's one thing in the news. You got something in particular? Oh, this is just this is unbelievable. San Francisco, bless their heart. What happened? They've been dubbed the doo doo capital of the country. The what? The doo-doo capital is of the there country. A, it's a doo-doo bird? Or is... The Golden State appears to be turning a shade of brown. <laughs> How is this happening? The poop data has been released by Open Books, a nonprofit government watchdog. 
poop data. Yeah. There, listen to this. There were over 5,000 documented cases in 2011 of poop on the streets. Now, this is human poop. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about no. dogs. But, no. In 2018, that number rose to more than fivefold to over 28,000 reported cases of, well, you know, of human to San Francisco. Well, let me say this. I do not doubt that, and I'm going to tell you why. I have spent a lot of time in San Francisco. I mean, I've spent... Lots of time in San Francisco. And uh, they have a terrible, it may be the worst homeless situation yeah. in the United mm-hmm. States. Okay? The people on the street there are aggressive. They come after you. They don't care about the government. They just they, they, they just do whatever. People live, there are people sleeping in every door stoop downtown mm-hmm. at night. And they've got nowhere to go. It's and, and I hate that because you want human decency. You want to take care of humans. We're all together in this world. Some of us have more or less, but it doesn't shock me. What is that the reason they're saying this is the homelessness? Yes, it is. There, they say that there are uh, out of the seven thousand four hundred ninety-nine homeless people recorded in twenty seventeen, about fifty-eight percent, or four thousand three hundred fifty-three, are marked as unsheltered. So they're just on the streets. Mm-hmm. That's almost five thousand people every night. Wow, I mean, and San Francisco downtown is not that big. No, but I let me tell you what they are there. Mm-hmm. I have gotten off the trolley, come back over from what is it, Pier Thirty Nine or whatever, mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. and get off that trolley there. I forgot what it's called. It it's right there at the main street where it lets off and then it turns around. And you know, ten and eleven o'clock, walking back to the hotel, they will they come up and say, "I want some money," and I say, "I'm sorry, I don't have any money or whatever." And, yeah. and they keep chasing you. They yeah. stood beside, They attack you basically without touch. You, but they're yelling at you, screaming at you. Yeah, give me the money. Oh my gosh, it's something well, else. Now th- this brownout has nothing to do with electricity. Brownout. <laughs> <laughs> But since, oh my God! But since tw- how am I doing? You're doing great. Go but ahead. Si- but since 2011, there have been at least 118. Wait a minute. 118,352 reported instances of human matter on the city streets. Mm. Human waste. That's such a shame. And they they developed really a poop patrol to go well, out you know, and find them. Couldn't they? I mean, uh, here in Knoxville, for goodness sakes, and we're going to talk about this later, I'm sure, but. You know, between like nine, nine until five or something, mm-hmm. that place underneath uh, the uh, Broadway, yeah. they, they've got underneath the interstate at Broadway, they have restrooms there and things like that. But, but not they, that it's open. It's not open twenty four hours a day. No, they close it. Yeah, it's a day park. So then, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Vestal at mid- and you're going to go. You're going to go. <laughs> I hear and you. You're, you're going to go to a yeah. different place, and yeah. and we'll talk about that because we we've got some. That's a shame. All right. Also in the news, a lot of the country is headed for four dollar gas. Mm-hmm. Is I it don't really? understand it. Yeah. You know, we talked about gas prices, and there never is a good reason for gas no. price increase. There's never. Well, you there know what they're a saying. Reason now? that makes any sense. You know what they're saying. It is What's now. That? There What's is the latest? <laughs> ethanol. What? One factor driving up gas prices is ethanol, the corn-based fuel that refiner, refiners are required to mix into summertime gasoline blends. Well, it's getting scarce. So we're using they're, too they're, much corn for gas. Yeah, the the farmers are withholding their corn. Oh my gosh! All right, we got we got to move along to okay. our other stuff here as we uh, do on the Ed and Bob Show. We're glad you're yeah. here with us. I have and some big news, didn't I? We've got Ed's question of the day. All right, here it is. Lay it on me. What is the dark web, and how to access it? 
Whoa, man. I would if anybody from the FBI that's listening right now, <laughs> I would like to say I'm Bob. That's it. <laughs> okay. So go to his house and ask him. You've been talking about the dark web. You've been talking about the dark web. You know, I don't I don't know the answer how to access the dark web, and I'm afraid that if I knew that I would be accused of something or arrested well, or something. Well, I'm going to tell you how to access it. Oh, you're, oh yeah. you know? Well, tell me because I have well, no, I, I have well, no first clue. Of all, well, first of all, I've never been on it, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about the dark web. Okay. It's a term that refers specifically to a collection of websites that exist on an encrypted network that cannot be found by using traditional search engines or visited by traditional browsers. Okay. So you got to do something special, right? What do you do? All right. So almost all the sites on the so-called dark web, hide their identity using the Tor, T-O-R, encryption tool. Hmm. You may know Tor for its ability to hide your identity and activity, which it does on, uh, on Facebook and things. I mean, you really? can hide that, yeah. Well, you can use Tor to spoof your location so it appears you're in a different country to where you're really located, making it much harder for them to find you. Whoa. And there's also the deep web, which is uh, a it's little different bit different from the dark web. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But the dark web is famous for sites like Silk Road, you know, because it's that was the is drug, that a drug the thing. Drug thing, yeah. But there's a, a lot on there. But uh, <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. If we like accessed one of those sites somehow, mm -hmm. if somebody showed us, mm -hmm. Would they then know where we? They have to know where we are. Oh yeah, and they come and say, yeah. "What are you doing?" Yeah, well, if yeah, or they could, or they could. There's all kinds of things could happen. To you. I would not suggest you go on there. So if we did that and researched for this show, mm -hmm. is that a bad idea? Yeah, well, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it on your computer yeah, at yeah, your right. house. Okay. Well, technically, it's That's not a scary thing. It's not a difficult process. You simply need to install or use Tor. T O R. So go to www.torproject.org and download the browser, browser browser bundle, which contains all the required tools. Wow. Run the downloaded file, choose an ex extraction location, then open the folder and click start. That's who, it. Who, who has Tor? Who does that? It, Did they say? No. No. Well, but, I just, uh, you know, it's, I mean, is that like also like where, is it just where drugs are or pornographic stuff or no, what is it no well there's all kinds of stuff once you get into the dark web you will be able to access those sites that you heard about well now here and, i i listen to a show every morning and they talk about um um that people are selling my information my id social security number stuff like that on the dark web mm -hmm. so somewhere are. on there they are your, really? cre your credit card number and so, all that stuff so, so, so if i was trying to do yeah. fraud i could go to the dark web and buy Social security numbers? Right, right. Really? Yeah, you can. And you wow. can access those sites, wow. which the tabloids refer to. Mm. This means you could be a click away from sites selling drugs, wow. guns, and frankly, even worse. Wow. So you got to be careful. That is scary. Mm -hmm. And wow. do heed this warning in big, bold, black ink. Okay. Okay. This article I just read is mm. not intended as a guide to what is the dark web. It's not an endorsement or encouragement for you to start behaving illegal or immoral. Right. <laughs> so quit, Bob. <laughs> it's just it's just to tell you it exists and a little more information. Yeah, there you go. You know, um, but I think it's good to have information because things you don't know, you don't understand. Well, you can look at your child's computer and ask your child, do you know what Tor is? Oh, my gosh. What if they said, 
Uh, no, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along. I got a quick question of the day. We're right. way behind, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Uh, May 4th is coming up. Yeah. It is National Empty the Shelters Day. Okay. It's where you, we're trying to, like, uh, you know, I'm on the board of Young Williams Animal Center, and we're trying to, we're going to, there's only um, the Bissell uh, Pet Foundation started this, okay? Okay. And this is really just a woman. She started this. In like 2011, because she adopted uh, three or four dogs, and she wanted to see the hum, you know, the, all the shelters emptied, mm-hmm. and so she started this pet foundation, Bissell B I S S E L L Pet Foundation, and she got money from other people who would donate, and so she does these things on May 4th. The Bissell Foundation will enable you to adopt a pet from Young Williams Animal Center. For only twenty five dollars, there's only two, two animal centers in the state of Tennessee that they're doing it with. One is in West Tennessee, wow. and one of them is Young Williams here in Knoxville. Okay. So for only twenty five dollars, can I do a trade on in May fourth? <laughs> no, no, don't be doing that. I've met your little puppy dog. I got a I got a note in the mailbox the other day. Keep your dog out of my yard. Oh my Pooping God. in my yard. I think dogs should be able to poop wherever they want to, even in San Francisco. Don't get me started. All right, okay. So anyway, uh, clear the shelters there on May fourth. Okay. It's a good thing on twenty five bucks. All right, we're going to tell everybody what our topic of the day today is, Ed. How important are railroads to the U.S. economy? Ooh, it's pretty important to TVA, I'll bet. We're going to find out, and we're going to talk about that. But right now, Ed's got this. Well, folks, you know, it's a lot of you do know that I've been kind of down in my back and my hip for a few months, like two years or more. Well, I finally found someone who can help me, and his name is Alex Gresham. He is, a, he is at Benchmark Physical Therapy in Lenore City, and this is an endorsement. He does something that's called dry needling. Plus, you do the exercises, too, of course. But dry needling is where the, <clears throat> pardon me, these needles are stuck to put in your muscle, just little needles. Really? And it just, it makes all the difference in the world. I had it done this afternoon. And it doesn't hurt? No. Really? You feel good. See really? how your fingers get together and you just go, um. um. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But that you can, if you have problems with your knees, your shoulders, your elbows, uh, your legs, your hip, whatever, this really works. Also, even even something like Bell's Palsy. Mm. You know, it really, it really works for a lot of a lot of things, and it's a great treatment. It doesn't hurt. It's very satisfactory. Wow. So, Alex Gresham's the guy's name. The phone number is 988-7610. 988-7610. It's Benchmark Physical Therapy, Market Street in Lenore City, which is right next to the Food City. All right, let's move along. We're going to talk about our topic of the day, which is how important are railroads to the U.S. economy. You know, in 1865, the first U.S. train robbery took place in North Bend, Ohio. And so, you know, railroads now are just something else. Arguably, no other technological innovation or form of transportation has had the impact as large as a railroad. If you think about it, it... um, it helped uh, to spread into the what was the Wild West as they built the, the railroad tracks and people could move across the country. That was a huge thing for the United States. And time zones even came about mm-hmm. because of the railroad. Right. I did not know that until I looked this up uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take on railroads? Well, I think, I think 
you know, when you go across a railroad track or you go to near one, you see it, and there's probably not a train on it. Mm-hmm. It just looks empty, and it's like, don't they, don't they ever put trains on this thing? You know, it's just, <laughs> well, they probably do, but most of the time they run them in the middle of the night so they won't bother you. But the, 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 the train's great strength is its ability to move commodities in bulk. Now, this is, this is what I mean. You know, you see these big ocean liner ships that are container ships. Yeah. Well, a train is like a container ship going across the country. Mm, that's true. Okay. You couldn't put all of that on tractor trailer trucks. You just can't do it. And here's some of the things that are really tied to trains. For instance, uh, Coors Beer. It was reg- originally, it's just a regional beer seller. You yeah, know, they, yeah but now, Colorado. Yeah. They went national because of the railroad. Really? Ran, yeah, because they had refrigerated cars and they could get it there. When I see a train engineer, I'm going to say, thanks for the Coors! <laughs> <laughs> also, similarly, the tri-weekly orange juice trains kept New York City stocked with fresh orange juice, which could not possibly be shipped from Florida to New York by any other means. And uh, they had tried, though, Tropicana tried, and they they didn't, they didn't put a tanker ship out in the ocean, and it didn't work. So so, uh, so some of those trains that go through East Tennessee may be carrying things like non you know perishable items going to up north. Well, a lot of them are carrying coal. Oh, really? I mean, okay. it, these these uh, fossil fuel plants in East Tennessee, like Bull Run mm-hmm. and Kingston. I mean, they young. Well, about seventy percent of our power comes from coal right. in the United States. So, without trains and without coal getting to those fossil fuel plants, we would just be in the dark. Literally, we would not have electricity. And you know, it's not just um, freight. Amtrak has set ten records in the last eleven years, according to the National Association of Railroad Passengers. Um, they're way up in ridership. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. We don't have real one coming through here. I think we have to either go to Memphis. Nashville. Or, oh, Nashville has them too? Okay. I mean, but I, my uh, wife and son went from Los Angeles to Vancouver, British Columbia mm. on an Amtrak. Mm. And it was the most incredible trip. They they thoroughly enjoyed it. and But trains really have made america what it is so why do you think we don't have passenger service everywhere on the train lines i don't why do we not have that i think um to get it i think it'd have to be a high speed so people wouldn't put up with being slow slow. no they they want to and plus when they get someplace they want to be able to uh, get around but Mm -hmm. you know you can uh, and i looked at it one time like going to orlando Mm -hmm. and getting on board and taking our car with us Mm mm-hmm and you could do that, but I think you had to go, I want to say you had to go to Charlotte or yeah, somewhere, yeah, so drive it, and then you, you can put your car on the train. And get on it with it. And get on with it. And the same thing if you want to go west, or if you want to go up to Chicago, up north, you can go to Memphis mm-hmm. and catch the city of New Orleans Woo-hoo! and take your car with you. You can yeah. go on up. But the city of New Orleans runs every day from New Orleans all the way up, I think, to Chicago. Well, there's just no way in the world they could build all the cars and things without trains because most of the assembly plants, the automobile assembly plants, mm-hmm. they will receive two to three train loads of parts every day. And really? the parts are unloaded directly from the rail car to the assembly line. Well, you know, now, and that's a good point. I'll just briefly mention most, most car manufacturing plants. They have no warehousing. It's called just-in-time. It's called just-in-time warehousing, which is 
the parts arrive just in time to then be put on. They're, they're put in the car within an hour of arrival. Think how much money they save doing that. Oh, yeah, no warehouses. Oh, but you got to be on your toes. Oh, yeah, if you're if it doesn't come in, then it mm-hmm. it stops everything. But they know they, and they're lined up in the train and in the in the uh, box cars the way it's going to be going into the cars. It's pre-programmed. <laughs> about That's that. an extra tidbit for you. Have you ever been to an automobile plant where the you see them being assembled? No. I have been to the Mercedes plant in um, Alabama, Vance, Alabama. And I've seen sheet metal and stuff come in. I've seen the seats come in. They come in on a conveyor belt. They know they're lined up the way they're going to be on that particular car. Color, everything. Really? They know exact. everything's lined up by computers knowing exactly when it comes together right there on the assembly line, it knows which car it's going into. It knows the VIN number. It's amazing to watch. How about that? It really is something else. So anyway, all right, good topic. I enjoyed that. So mm-hmm. Trains really been a big part of America. And you, when you see those Wild Wild West movies, there's always a train in them. Well, and we have we have two lines here in Knoxville, two train systems. And uh, both of them have a lot to do with coal, I think. Because, mm-hmm. you know, coming out of the, the mines up in Kentucky, it comes, I mean, just hundreds of cars loaded Do you hear the trains at night? Do I hear them? Yeah. That 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 whistle far yeah. off. <laughs> well, I, I, there's a there's a train track behind my house, you know, Westmoreland uh, back there, and I yeah. hear it every night. Like I'll hear it like at two if I'm awake, and then it'll be like wow. four, yeah. and it'll be going one way, and then I, I can tell when it's coming back the other well, way. How about that? You know, it's the same train. Oh, I don't know. It's the same train, just, but the track is cleared, so That's something else can come back the other way. Nonetheless, anyway, trains something special. All right, we got to move along, Ed. We got to let's All see. Right, Where are we? Up, Tell everybody what's coming up. Coming up, we're going to. Uh, we got the mailbox. We got complaints. I got some letters here to open. Looking forward to that. Also, we're going to talk about uh, lots of stuff. I like that when we talk you about like stuff. stuff. Yeah. I've got, I've I got, got something to tell you I about. I got a complaint you ain't going to believe. I look right? forward to hearing it. Right. Knoxville Wholesale Furniture, ladies and gentlemen, they have a clearance center on Kingston Pike. It is the largest clearance center in the state of Tennessee. One. Over 100,000 square feet of furniture. Uh, has It's been completely remodeled and improved. You can see over 100 living room, uh, living room groups, 40 bedroom groups, 55 dining room groups. Lowest prices in town. What do they do? They have two super stores here in, in Knoxville. And if something's you know been there for like a month and it doesn't sell, you know what they do? They say, out of here. Put it, it in the clearance it's center. It's going to the clearance center, and it is slashed 50 to 80%. Something that goes to clearance center in there for more than a week or two. So you got to keep checking it if you're looking for stuff. But get on by there. It's at Kingston Pike next to West Town Mall. They're open uh, Monday through thir- uh, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Closed Sunday so that their employees can attend church and spend time with their families. All right, Ed, let's uh, move along here. We got some uh, complaints, and I bet you've got one. Yes, I do. What's your complaint? You ready? Ed? Yeah, lay it on me. All right. Do you really need to change your oil every 3,000 miles? No. I think you know, you're right. No, you don't. And I don't really understand it because... That's a complaint. I used to uh, you know, work very closely with a car company as their spokesperson. And I, I sat with an engineer from Germany one day and we were talking. He said, you know, we've already developed cars that are completely enclosed. You never change the oil ever mm-hmm. the life of the car. Right. I said, well, why do you all 
not bring it out? And he said, because the oil companies don't want it out. Well, here's some examples from what's going on right now. But everybody says you got to change it at 3,000 miles. You can forget that, and especially if you're using th- synthetic oil. Which don't tell my from. mom this. My gosh. She, <laughs> she calls me after 1,000 miles. Should I change the oil? Most manufacturers, that's because you're a father. <laughs> Most manufacturers recommend intervals of at least 7,500 miles or more. Ford, Volkswagen, and Porsche, for example, recommend oil changes every 10,000 miles. So does Toyota, including the Prius. 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 1.8. Camry. BMW goes up to 15,000 miles between oil changes. Isn't that amazing? It is. So I'm not going to change it anymore. Well, here's the deal. Uh, You know, here's the reason you have to change. You're probably wasting money. The reason you have to change your oil is the oil recirculates in the engine, and itty-bitty, teeny-weeny pieces of the metal from the engine eventually flakes, the oil, flakes right. off mm-hmm. and gets into the oil. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets your oil dirty. Mm-hmm. And But, again, it's developed now. There are cars that they could build and sell to you that you never, ever change the oil, but they don't bring them out. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, All right, I got, I got a complaint for you, Ed. All right. This is really, you're going to love this one. You ever gone to the grocery store and you're walking down the aisle and you see a young couple there and they're in their pajamas? Oh, no. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. I've seen older people in their pajamas, which is really worse. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, I've seen but, teenagers. Yeah. To, yeah, the younger couple, twenty-five, whatever, they're in pajamas. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Where that? How did that get Hello. started? Hello. How did that get started? Where does that come from? Laziness. I, it, they it, already have them on. Well, but come on, have a little class. Yeah. Is there? There's just something wrong with that. Wearing your pajamas mm-hmm. out of your house unless you're just walking to get the paper. <laughs> don't do it i mean it, yeah, i think you're right I, if i see if I, well my kids are too old now to do it but i would just explode so what should we do when we see someone in their pajamas i don't know say going to bed you just got up <laughs> it's just something's wrong with it i don't but don't did you wear have you had that on all night and day well what's the what's the thought process there and they'll say They'll say, kiss my... <laughs> Is know. it just laziness? I guess so. Or they think it's a fashion statement. No, I think they're just lazy. Well, I do see it all the time. I do, and I, I just think there's something wrong with that and wrong with... Uh, what do you... Have some pride. Have You know, come on. Golly, really? You can't... What's your kids thinking, you know? Can't you just put some clothes on? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can write to us or leave us a comment. Let's go to the mailbox. Stuff like that. Oh, I forgot. We can't go to the mailbox. Daggone it. All right, let's go we to the got, mailbox. We got time? Yeah, I jumped all over the place, didn't I? All right, let, hey, yeah, we Calico got time. Village, all right, Hank says, I hear about Cinco de Mayo all the time. What is it? <laughs> Cinco de Mayo, I think, is the excuse in America to drink. drink. That's, that's what all the Mexican <laughs> restaurants put tents up outside the restaurants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Cinco de Mayo itself means the 5th of May. Yeah. Um, but uh, it celebrates the date of the Mexican Army's 1862 victory over France and the Battle of Puebla. Um, Sounds good to me. The, the deal was that uh, Mexico in 1861 defaulted on all the debts they owed to places like um, uh, France, Britain, Spain. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Okay, so Britain and Spain negotiated with them and worked it out. And Napoleon III decided, well, uh-uh, we're come over and get some of that stuff. <laughs> and he saw it as a time for them to take over part of Mexico. And they fought a battle. And you know what happened? What? They lost. They got oh. their butt kicked. <clears throat> oh. So uh, it was not good for the French. And uh, as they do most wars. <laughs> I don't know if they've and ever And we weren't one. there to bail them out. So anyway, it's a relatively minor holiday in Mexico. Yeah, it's no big deal. Wow. Boy, it is here. All right. Everybody thinks, all right, here's another one. All right. This is Ina. 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 Ina going to tell you what to do. Go ahead. I used to listen to you two all the time on WIVK. Mm -hmm. What happened to your radio show? What happened to our radio show? Or what happened to radio? Oh, well, our radio show, is we're no longer on the air. Yeah. But radio in Knoxville has changed drastically, hasn't it? I mean, oh, I don't, yes, what would yeah. you even say? I, what would what would be your comment when somebody says, what's happened to radio in Knoxville? Well, I think... Or is I, it uh, the United States? Is it everywhere? Yeah, I think so. I, I think the uh, competition, and years ago when somebody said that, uh, you know, the, the uh, satellite radio is going to be great and it's going to run you guys out of business. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, it almost has. I think it's more of Pandora's and your mm -hmm. Spotify's and your right. People have more ways to get music before yeah. you never had that, and they have it. They have a lot of ways to get music without all the commercials. Yeah, and I think I think some of the commercials, and I used to say this when I was in radio, that some of the commercials turned people off, and we would we were just we would take a commercial. And put it on the air because of money. Oh yeah, because of greed. Money so, yeah, rolls. Yeah, I'll money take, rolls. I'll take that money. Come on, let's let's. let's I don't care if you're, what you're doing on the yeah. air. Yeah, and so you put something on that just runs your listeners off. Hey friends, exactly. And they yell at yeah. you and all that. Yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah, I punch. Of course, I don't listen to radio as much as I used to by any means. I'm no. like everybody else. Yeah, so that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Now I like talk radio if it's good talk radio. Mm -hmm. That's different. But you know what I read the other day? The what? fastest growing audio thing? Podcasts. That's us. We should do one. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get it out more. We're in number 45. Are we? Yes. Wow. So, uh, more podcasts. Okay. Well, here's what's coming up in our future. We're going to eventually be on iTunes here in the coming weeks. And I'm hoping to get us to where you can listen on Amazon's um, uh, Alexa. Oh, that's great. So that's yeah. my next goal. Okay. All right. All right. Did um, what else? Did we, that was it. That's it. All right. Well, so tell everybody how they can reach us if they want to complain. All right. Here's what you need to do. Just go on the internet, not on the dark web, on the good <laughs> web. Go on the light. Follow the light. <laughs> no dark web for <laughs> us, baby. Go to edabob.com and down on that page, down at the bottom right, you'll see a comment section. Just fill that out. Also, all of our all of our podcasts are listed there. Oh, yeah. And you can go to any one you want to. If you miss something or get the latest, just go right there. So it's edandbob.com. That's very important. That's, great. That's a great point because somebody pointed out the other day, said, I just started listening to you all, yeah. and they're, they're working their way through them. There you go. Yeah. And on email, go to edandbob at yahoo.com. Mm -hmm. 
and Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, K-N-O-X, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. All right, what's our next show going to be about, Ed? We're going to talk about CBD. The Charlie Daniels Band? Or <laughs> what? C- CBD? Yeah, CBD. The Charlie Band of Daniels? Yeah, what is CBD? What is it? It's got something to do with A lot of people talking marijuana, about it. Marijuana. Marijuana. Is that dark web? Yeah, well, it could be. All right, we'll be back next time and uh, talk about CBD. That's going to be interesting. All right, Ed. I enjoyed it. Okay, buddy. See you next time. All right, brother. You're in If this is just a beginning, my life is going to be beautiful. I have sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick.